0: It's interesting every time we go through a political election cycle in the United States how Christians in America try to align their political view with their belief in Christ Jesus, as if a man-made kingdom or political system could somehow also serve as the kingdom of God. Yet when the angels told the shepherds, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people, the joy which they promised wasn't because Christians in America would someday have political leaders who fulfilled their view of Christianity. In fact, joy would be realized because the coming kingdom of God would be unlike any earthly kingdom had ever been or will ever be. Earthly kingdoms have earthly boundaries with earthly borders and sometimes earthly walls. Earthly kingdoms have earthly methods, earthly laws earthly kingdoms are temporary because they are based on temporary values with temporary structures which cannot and will not last more than a temporary definite period of time. Every earthly kingdom ends at some point for the structures and laws and values on which the earthly kingdom is based are not eternal and what allowed the earthly kingdom to briefly flourish will also be the cause of its eventual demise. And yes, That will happen to every earthly kingdom eventually, whether it is socialist, communist, or even if it's a Republican democracy. But the kingdom of God is without borders, without limits. It exists anywhere and everywhere the rule and reign of its king is present. Without question, that rule and reign of the kingdom of heaven is present in heaven. And Jesus taught his disciples to ask the Father to allow that rule and reign to exist on earth as well, just as it is in heaven. And so a large portion of Jesus' time on earth was spent explaining the difference between the earthly kingdoms with which we are familiar and the kingdom Jesus was establishing on earth. His disciples were slow to understand it first, as we often are, But after his death and resurrection, they began to understand. So it was that years later, in a letter to the church at Rome, Paul explained the kingdom this way. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of what we eat or drink, but of living a life of goodness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. In other words, God's kingdom is not established by what you eat or drink or where you live or who you vote for or what earthly standard you use. God's kingdom, his rule, and his reign is in place when you live a life of goodness, peace, and joy through the power of the Holy Spirit. No, not when you feel good or feel peaceful or feel joyful, but when those things are produced through you. Jesus had explained it this way. So don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat, what will we drink, what will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice or righteousness, for they will be satisfied. God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. Or as Paul told the church at Rome, if you serve Christ with this attitude, you will please God and others will approve of you too. So today, live with God's kingdom in mind. May your every thought and action please the King as you live with goodness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And as always, as you keep the faith. Thank mm-hmm. you.